Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host Sam, back with another episode. Yes, I am late. I am late because of the fact that I had technical errors in trying to upload this video. I did it in a two-part like I do my audios and it doesn't work like that for video. So we are re-recording. So on YouTube, you'll be able to find the original podcast that I set up that was supposed to be scheduled for yesterday. Um, but as I was trying to upload and trying to make that happen, you know, my website's being developed and, and working on that, things got pushed back. And that's the reality. That's the truth of everything. Um, I definitely miss recording on this platform. It definitely gives me life. It gives me hope. It gives me a space to just breathe and enjoy. And I'm so excited and happy that I have stuck with this for so long. If you're just joining me, my name is Sam. I'm the founder of Everything in Me, and I started it in 2020. Um, it has evolved into a huge, huge um, blessing, if anything else. Uh, so every week I talk about life and my challenges and things that are going on and hopefully create a connectivity and let you know you're not alone. I'm always rooting for you and encouraging you. And I love to speak on my perspective of life. And sometimes I bring in some people to kind of, um, you know, mix it up a bit. But for the most part, it's just me and my mic, you know, in my corner doing my thing and sharing my insight to the world. I'm always absorbing things. I'm always trying to um, identify the meaning behind things. Now, that's just because of my curiosity that's because I truly feel that um, there's so much in this world that we can absorb and we can enjoy and we can embrace. And we truly have to be able to be students. We have to take every lesson as a learning lesson. And um, right now, life is extremely full. And you'll see that in pretty much all my content. And then, you know, in the season right now, for me, it's extremely full. Um, but I wanted to talk today about being controlling and the idea of control and all that sort of stuff and my relationship with control. So this stems from basically, I would say that season of my life where a lot of things became out of my control, um, you know, whether it being the death of my aunt and the infidelity my mom faced with my dad, um, the disruption of my, my, my brother and I, as far as, um, speaking terms, um, just life happening in front of me, not necessarily having a space or a person that I could connect with, that I could feel safe with, that I could trust, that I could enjoy, that could, you know, I could lean on during these times. And a big shift happened with me over probably like a five-year span where a lot of my childhood innocence, sense of innocence got taken away because I was thrown into a world that I wasn't ready for. And I wasn't given enough context, enough language, enough um, opportunity to be able to express myself and the issues that I was facing and the frustrations I was, I was having. And because of that, I kind of, you know, decided to say, well, I'm not going to allow life to run the show anymore. I'm going to run the show. And that was one of the biggest things that I just realized now at 32. So I want to be very clear, a, a healing journey and this experience is not something that you always can connect with in your first go around. Um, it definitely takes some time to get to. And, and a lot of people will say, well, wow, 
you know, you're, you're very mature for your age. You're very in tune for your age, but I've done some adolescent things. I've done immature things before. I've done petty things before. Um, I've definitely had my share of regrets and that's actually something too, that I am reframing because I was definitely a person who would say I have no regrets, but that also implies that I'm perfect and I've done everything right. The first time I would say more or less, I do have regrets but I appreciate them because they've shown me lessons. They've shown me things about myself that I needed to see, or they've given me experiences that I wouldn't have had had I not misstepped, you know? Um, and so I, I look at it as like the seasoning or the further enrichment of the soil that I grow from. So I don't necessarily look at it as uh, you know, throw it in the garbage. I look at it as like, how can we repurpose it? How can we re-envision it? Now, my experience with control has always been a selfish one. Selfish in a sense that I've needed control in order to feel safe, in order to feel um, as though the life that I was leaving, leading was um, manageable and it was comfortable enough for me to be authentic, if you will. Um, and what happened with that is that there was a lot of friction and a lot of, you know, let down and a lot of expectations that didn't necessarily happen. I can't tell you how many times, like for instance, I was trying to buy a house. I've been trying to buy a house of my own since I was probably 18 or 19 and that hasn't come to fruition yet, but I've had many instances where I have forced it. I have expected it. I have um, fought for it. I really, really drowned myself and become obsessed with the concept. And for certain things, it's great for certain goals, for certain aspirations. It's great. It's useful. It's important. Um, but others, what you can do is you can essentially set yourself up for failure, meaning you're not paying attention to the signs. You're not paying attention to the moments where things don't add up. I remember at one point, I paid um, a realtor to run my credit score and get me prepared for um, purchasing a home, almost 500 bucks that I didn't have. But in my mind, I was so desperate. I was so believing of the process and trusting that process and not necessarily saying to myself, well, I've done this before, which I had, and I never had to pay. So and trying to get, I even tried to get the 500 back, which it was, you know, non-refundable, of course, because it was just a come up, you know, you know, for certain realtors, it's, it's useless, if you will, to do this, do this, you know, simple run your credit score or whatever, whatever such a pre-qualification, um, especially for people who are not necessarily going to be able to qualify for a home, um, you know, having that conversation with the broker, all that sort of stuff. But the, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, I basically, I was chasing the wrong thing because I wanted to, I want security. I wanted safety. I wanted a sense of like peace in all of this. And so that's been a, a, a persistent theme in my life where I try only to um, engage or surround myself around situations where I do feel peace. And that's a great theme. That's a great thing to have. The issue with that is, um, I cannot avoid chaos. I cannot avoid um, the ebb and flow of life. I cannot avoid things just not always working out in my favor. And the more I fight that, the more um, 
wound up I become, the more anxious I become, the more um, hesitant, less risk averse I become because I am trying to create an environment that doesn't exist. I'm not living within my reality. Now, that's a scary feeling to be in. And that's something that I am learning to let go of. And it is it is a very ingrained and deep soul searching process to do because within me, I want to have peace, you know, um, no storms, no drama, no this, no that. But the reality is they exist. They're there for a reason. Friction is there for a reason. The friction is to create either separation or a, fu- a fusion, you know, it's there for a reason and I can't ignore or I can't avoid friction. That's just not, I can't live my life in avoiding friction. And you see me doing this dance of avoiding friction right now, but I have to thank God for the storms. I have to thank him for the mess because with the mess, you get to see everything that you've cleanly stored away. You've nicely put in a place um, and get to reevaluate things. And so I've been actually reevaluating my life. I've been reevaluating, you know, my home. I have been reevaluating my relationships. I've been reevaluating my work relationship or my work life. Um, It's been a slew of things. I think it's one of those things that once you open that Pandora's box, you can't really stop. And I'm, I'm proud of my growth because I feel like it's so important for us to dig a little deeper. Um, we are layered individuals. We have so many layers to us. We have so many things that are we're struggling through, we're navigating through, we're working through, we're identifying, we're learning about ourselves, that we don't do ourselves justice if we ignore those things, if we act as if they don't matter, if we don't touch them. Because what happens is we start to operate in a in a shell of a version of ourselves. Um, you know, denying ourselves the opportunity to say, you know what, I need to sit down with some of the things that I've been struggling with and I need to get honest with myself. You'll recognize pretty quickly that there's certain things that you've been either pushing to the side, you've been ignoring, you just didn't want to visit, but it does take strength. It does take, um, strength and persistence and trusting the process and support. Oh, I cannot emphasize how important it is to have support people around you who are aware of what you're navigating through and are supporting you and are encouraging you or giving advice, uplifting you, especially in moments where you don't necessarily feel like you have it. This control has taken a hold of me and it's been persistent in my life for so many different things. And I recognize through the last couple of months of how um, attached I am to control and discovering my experience um, of my adolescent and my childhood Um, helped me understand how damaging control has been to a lot of the things that I associated with or been connected with growing up and just even now. And I, I realized that I would manipulate situations for my best interest. That's the kind of control I'm talking about. And it's not necessarily saying like, oh, do what I say because I say best. It's more of like, I think we should do this because um, I'm, I make more sense. You know, um, it's not always like in your face. And I've had situations and conversations with myself where I've replayed certain um, interactions and realized like you one up 
or you took control over that situation and you shouldn't have, you should have allowed it to be. I usually have these conversations with myself as I'm walking and I'm listening to music and I'm just thinking and I'm connecting to God. And sometimes certain things, depending on an audiobook that I'm listening to kind of stands out and it allows me to just unlock a whole um, experience in my life that I never really gave too much thought of. Um, I, I highly recommend always, you know, absorbing additional ways of thinking because it truly, truly can change your life. And if you allow it in and allow yourself to explore that, there's so many different things that you can really like learn about yourself. So one of the things that I am navigating through and identifying is how I choose to manipulate situations for my own benefit or my own safety and why it is that I can't be safe even though the experience that is outside of me is going on. Like why have I not um why have I not worked on my own sense of safety versus, you know, um manipulating or encouraging or suggesting other people to you know, create a safe space so I don't have to feel, you know, their chaos or their their drama. Um, and and it's more of like looking within and kind of saying, okay, do I have everything I need? Am I everything that I need? Have I forgiven myself or allowed myself to make mistakes, you know, have setbacks and flaws and challenges? Can I forgive myself for not having that prior to this? you know, not being aware of that prior to this, forgiveness is such a a crucial part of your own self-growth. And I'm learning to forgive myself because there's many times that I think that I've held um, a higher standard for myself because I've been resentful over the decisions that I've made before. So for instance, I also noticed like if I made a bad decision when I was 21, from now on, obviously your standards go up. You look at life a little bit differently. Maybe if you learn from the situation or you felt like the situation should have happened differently, but I will either starve myself of um, challenging myself again or l- changing the perspective on that and, and adjusting my viewpoint with my current values. You know, do they align? Do they protect me? Do they give me the sense of security that I need? I can't tell you how much more connected I am to God than ever. And with life being about perspective and life being about a complete conversation within yourself and him, um, and us just being our own individuals and our own sense of selves, it can be quite scary to um, pull that back and say, okay, let me look at it for what it is and reevaluate some things and take some credit for some things, which I've been doing, and also give credit to other people who should have the credit for their disruptions or their um, you know, missteps and challenges that they brought to the table. And I, I can't express how I've truly learned to let go of so many things that I was holding on to and just be more be more um, of an audience member and allowing things to fall, allowing things to be. I remember um, one time I was dealing with a, a moment where I just felt like all I wanted to do was keep in control. And by control, I mean 
keep things going, like play my part in the situation in tornado storm, whatever you want to call it, just keep going with it. Because I felt like if I let it go, if I just didn't pick it up, if I didn't, um, you know, play my part, things are going to fall. And that that's natural. That's normal. That's what it is. But what I was doing was self-sabotage. I was sabotaging myself in a sense that I was sacrificing who I was to make sure that, um, the, just the overall, like the outcome would work for me, you know? And it's after I had the conversation with myself about burnout back in 2019, I believe that was, and just reevaluating like how I had been completely taking on way too much only because I wanted the entire outcome to do, to be designed by me versus allowing life to take its course. Um, that conversation really struck me where, you know, one of my dream team girls were, was like, you know, just let it fall. Just let it fall. If you don't feel like doing it, don't do it. If you don't want to get up early, don't get up early. Like she reminded me of the freedom that I talk so much about. Like, and for those of you who aren't familiar, we have the freedom to design the lives that we want. And sometimes because we've gotten to a system or we've gotten to a comfortability zone or we've gotten, we've allowed other people's opinions and, um, you know, visions of us to get into our brains, we forget that we truly have the freedom and the opportunity to be able to do whatever it is we want to do. Like, yes, morals have something to do it. Yes, values have something to do it. And I'm not necessarily talking about a negative thing. You know, I don't encourage anyone to take on and do anything negative, but if we genuinely want to be authentic, we have to to operate from the space that speaks to us. And that's something that I'm not willing to compromise on anymore. I'm not willing to play small anymore. Um, and what I mean by that is it's more like when you, you know, interact in different places, and I talked about this in another episode too. So if it seems redundant, it is a clear theme, obviously, but um when you um, shapeshift, so you go into different rooms of life and you have to adjust yourself in order to speak to that audience or interact with that audience, you, you, you reserve or you turn off pieces of yourself. I'm not saying that you should always be the bright star in the room, but I think that there's too much sacrifice of ourselves in order to make other people's other people comfortable. Whether it be, you know, situations, especially for me when I was in my career being around more affluent and well, well, better educated um, individuals, I had to, you know, put yourself together in a way that I didn't feel comfortable with, but it didn't mean my value was was less. It just mean it was different. And I think that respecting other people's differences creates more of a community than it is to tear, to point out, to, um, to, you know, suggest, to force, to judge all of these sort of things and, and recognizing like every flavor has its place, has its taste. And it, although it may not be for you, doesn't mean it doesn't belong in the buffet. So, you know, with my control, my idea is that why even put it there? Why even make it exist? Why even have it there in the first place? 
when it should be, it does belong there. As long as I have a space, as long as my needs or my wants or desires have a space, other things can coexist. And I'm really working towards just making sure that I give myself that sense of safety that I felt like I've lost and I've been controlling, you know, experiences ever since, um, simply because I want to grow. I want to grow differently. I want to grow more. I want more abundant things to come my way. I want more extravagant, um, you know, like directly for me things to happen. And in order for me to see those things, I have to be authentic. Anything that is designed for you, you cannot see it if you are operating as someone else, if you are playing the role of someone else, if you are occupied by taking on more than you can handle, you have too much on your plate. So I need to let go of the things that are no longer serving me or the things that are taking away from my light so that way my light can shine and the things that are supposed to be attracted to my light come into my life. And that's the clearest way I can expect I can express the concept. But control is a major part in why I have been dimming my light, if you will, um, because I just want to make sure that everything's going to be okay, but it's not always going to be okay. And that's okay. It's supposed to have its ridges, its challenges, its setbacks, its ugly moments, its exciting moments. It's that, dy- it's that dynamic view that creates the most interest and the most um, just absorbent experience of which I want. I don't necessarily want something that is um, stale and kind of just whitewashed because we have to be play it safe. We have to make sure that you know every experience we interact with doesn't create too much noise, doesn't create too much friction, and that stems from the unpredictability of the you know um, upbringing that I came with, where I didn't like the pins and needles, I didn't like the uncomfortable moments, I didn't like the, okay, I thought we were okay. And all of a sudden now it's kind of blown up in my face, like what's going on here. So I became very observant. I became very quiet, um, reserved. Um, I'd lost a bit of my personality, my like fun loving side, I feel. And I've seen it. I've experienced that, that fun loving side whenever I feel safe, whenever I feel like I can let my guard down, whenever I feel like I can, I don't have to really worry about too much. I miss that girl. I miss her because she just, she radiated joy. She started with joy. She left with joy. She left others with joy. And that was covered up to gain a version of me who was a lot more persistent and um, consistent with her energy, her mood, her focus, um, her responsibilities. And that's not fair because joy, you know, should exist. Joy has a place. And as I pull back the layers of my own, I am beyond um, grateful that I am learning to forgive myself and I'm learning to give myself a little bit of wiggle room and grace to have made mistakes in the past and made um, decisions that are, I would say questionable, but are unfortunate because they've caused disruption to 
the, you know, the bloom, the blossoming individual that I am, my journey is not, has not always been completely without setbacks and failures and frustration moments and depression and confusion and heartache and pressure and anxiety and all of these things, you know, it hasn't, hasn't been, that hasn't been excluded from the story. I want to be very clear. I'd like to be transparent with you all because I feel like sometimes people can paint a picture that they're always, you know, rising and there's never a dull, low moment. But for me, my emphasis, and I mean this with all of my heart, if I am not in an environment where there is love and light of which I tell everyone to go to, I'm not participating in it. The reason being is because I once thought that it was okay to dim your light, to be able to push through, to be able to get to your goals and your dreams. But I realized I need to bring my light with me so I can clearly see all of the things that I fall short on or the things that I may be attracted to because I can't necessarily see clearly what it is that I need and want out of life. And I don't have everything figured out. Don't get me wrong. I'm definitely not that girl who's already got it pinned down. But at this very moment in time, in August of 2022, um, I understand this. And I am ready for additional years of peeling that back. And I hope to never um, lose or remove myself from everything in me because it's been such a beautiful platform to allow me to um, enjoy my flaws and assess them and share them. I'm still dealing with, you know, being judged, um, being questioned, being rubbed the wrong way. I'm still dealing with finding a better um, relationship with my ego because I know that if I come from my ego, the response that life will give me is one that will hurt, you know, hit me where it hurts. And so I'm trying to be as pure as possible because to, to receive love is to give love. And I love interacting with you all. And I love being in the space with you. And I love, um, you know, having these discovery moments and I encourage everyone. I'm rooting for you all to do so. I also am a work in progress myself where this year has been a whirlwind. I I said this back when I first started. I always notice something about myself where I'm always finding some sort of challenge or adversity, adversity, adverse adversity to overcome. And um I felt like after I'd gotten my master's, I wasn't really sure what my next move would be. There's something about chasing or pursuing fulfillment whether it be like a a goal or a milestone or an experience or just unlocking a level of like potential. And I've been so consumed by setting those goals, putting those things out there, my vision board that I did, um, you know, finding better ways to elevate myself because the reality is like life is so big. It's so grand. There are people who are simultaneously born, living, operating in different environments outside of us that may have been born on the same day, the same year, um, the same month, all of those sort of things. And 
to know that there's like a different perspective or billions of different perspectives essentially in life is so like, I don't know, like it, it just gives me so much like, um, curiosity and it fuels it. It really gives me a sense of like, wow, like perspective and the vast opportunity that's out there. I don't want to like continue to sit in or participate in something that I'm doing because I feel like it's only safe. It's only right for me to do because it's safe. My safety, I'm safe wherever I'm at. That's really where I feel. I'm safe wherever I'm at. I'm building that security system of no matter where you are, you are safe because you are with yourself. You're within yourself. You are protecting yourself at all means and all costs, whenever it need be. And even when you're not quote unquote protected, you still have him to lean on to protect you and understanding it is his timing. Um, it is his vision, his, um, direction, but I've been ignoring him. I've been listening to myself much louder and I got to let God back in and I got to let him guide me a lot more, um, because I felt that I knew best and how can I know best if I don't know everything? That's not best. I know what I know. Um, and so I'm working towards removing the control, <sighs> removing the control y'all is so challenging, but I am inspired. I'm keeping things in front of me that motivate me. I'm keeping people around me that motivate me. I'm absorbing things in life that motivate me, that aspire me. There's so many women out there that I'm so touched by. And I'm so like fired up by like seeing them just do amazing things within their world, within their, their scope is so like, it just, it just makes me want to just eat it all up. Like I am behind their, their journeys and rooting them on, whether they see me, hear me, know I even exist, which a lot of them don't. Um, I appreciate them broadcasting what it is to manage your life, whether it be the highs and lows, the, you know, um, the, the unpredictability. I'm just doing my part, my part in saying my, you know, my journey, my small circle of what I've um, experienced and sharing that with someone else. And I am beyond grateful for every listener, whether you've wanted to listen, someone told you to listen, you just fall, fell, fallen on this. There's so much to come. I am reimagining everything. I am re-envisioning everything because everything in me is, is shifting. It's shifting. It's always moving. It's always growing. It's always developing. It's always designing itself, redesigning itself. It's taking things on. It's removing things. So I feel like having something that reflects that current stage or phase or life experience is important. And I am beyond excited about sharing that with you guys and, um, presenting that to you all. So I'm actually working on the new website um, today. I'm hoping to finish it. So I can't wait for you guys to experience it and enjoy it and embrace it and give me feedback on it. Um, I'm hoping to have a lot more different things on there for you guys, such as toolkits, where you guys can have something tangible, action plans, and more about my podcast and myself from a different perspective, because 
I'm not who I was a couple years ago and I'm okay with that. I love that for me. I love that for you if that's where you're at. I support you if that's where you're at. I am rooting for you if that's where you're trying to go. Um, I will say it's not easy, honey. It's not, you know, simple. It is complicated. It is messy. It is rewarding. It is abundant. It is a, a privilege to really be able to say I'm doing the work or I've done the work on myself and life isn't over. There's so much more to come and I'm looking at opportunity at every single challenge and I am grateful for that. And as I start to reevaluate my relationship with control, because don't get me wrong, it makes me cringe to know how desperate I have been to maintain control and over in almost every situation that I've been a part of and quote unquote play God, it's scary. It is scary how control has seeped in to work, to life, to relationships, to even just situations within myself that I've said to myself, no, you can't look like that. No, you can't do like that. No, you can't enjoy yourself like that. No, you can't make those mistakes. No, you can't. There's discipline, but then there is suffocation. Okay. But I noticed that every time that I give myself a window to explore, to express myself in the way that I want to, to represent myself in the way that I want to, the inner like kid in me is like, yes, 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 yes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I, I love that feeling. I love that confirmation. I love that sense of like, you're doing it the way it's supposed to be done. Finally, you're listening to yourself. Finally, in the way that you should have been listening, you're allowing life to be your oyster, you know, and I don't even like oysters. So allowing life to be your playground, you're giving yourself a sense of play. You get to play. There's so much learning that happens with playing that people underestimate. And for me, I've underestimated it because I've always been afraid of it, that it's too unpredictable. It's too frantic. It's too like here and there and everywhere. And that doesn't rub me well. That makes me nervous. But I need to represent that piece of me in a larger subset because it creates a stimulation that I can't get from anything else. So I'm working towards just allowing that playground to exist and creating more of a playground and visiting that playground and enjoying that playground instead of trying to say like every day needs to be itself. And this has been a long time coming. coming. This has been something that I've been um, noticing for the past couple of years where I stick myself in a corner. Um, but don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that I have thoughts that are negative, that are you know, downplaying that decision that are questioning that decision, the motive of that decision, how long this is going to last. Um, how important is this? Doesn't even matter. I have all of those naysaying negative experiences within my brain, but some of the things that I do, and I will say this to combat, um, the experiences of just like, you know, negative self-talk and, um, questioning my newfound, um, desire is that I leave it to the universe. So I say, okay, if I'm not supposed to be experiencing play right now, if I'm supposed to be hustling or whatever, allow that feeling to be overwhelming. Allow that feeling to be obvious. Allow that feeling to be vibrating through whatever it is I experienced today. 
And I allow the signals, the directions and messages that are designed for me to speak and navigate me. For instance, right now I'm right right now I'm in a season of I need to hustle in as a sense of like I need to protect my peace. I need to refrain from absorbing other people's en- energy, um, other people's visions and versions of me that they expect me to be. Um, I need to make sure that I am, you know, absorbing the opportunities that lay for me. You know, not missing my mark, if you will. Um, and just really buckling down and doing the right thing and not falling victim to the ons and offs that I have once created for myself. And I need to rethink all of those things. And right now I'm, I'm diving into my business and reevaluating it. And as an entrepreneur, you become really demotivated after a while, especially if you've been running it for a couple years, this is my longest run business, um, which I don't see ending anytime soon because it's a business that screams just me. Um, But I became demotivated because other priorities of life took over and felt more important. And my sense of play was diminished because this gives me a sense of play where I can explore different things and just be authentic and represent myself in different spaces. And I've grown to this place, but now that I understand and I see the value of this place, it's not going anywhere. And I'm not hiding my, um, my want, my desire for this to grow. And my focus is on this and I'm starving the distractions that don't necessarily align with that. So you guys are in for a big treat because this is a version of me that I've only had glimpses of. But my goal is to allow this version to radiate and allow this version to take up space and to shine brightly. And I love that for me. And the women that I've been following and the people that I've interacted with all see that and they enjoy that. And I enjoy that about myself first and foremost. And I know God is 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 the director in all of this. And I can't wait to see what this what this comes and what this blossoms into and I am I'm happy to be here but even though I'm happy to be here I'm still very terrified and so very afraid of what this means because there's a lot of disruption there's a lot of friction there's a lot of unpredictability and there's still so much beauty and that's that's the goal for me it's about perspective what I'm focusing on and what I care about um and I care about this for me because I deserve it and I'm going to get it because I'm working towards it. And I know that I'm not working alone. So everyone and anyone listening, thank you all for listening. Thank you for rocking with me. Thank you for viewing this. Thank you for supporting me. Feel free to share, review, you know, tell somebody about this podcast and I'm excited for you to see everything in me.com. If it's not already up, it'll definitely be up. Um, with the next couple of days. So definitely circle back with me because right now it's offline as I kind of zhuzh it up and reimagine it. And I appreciate every moment that I spend with you guys because time is, is precious. It waits for no one. So make sure that you are um, keeping that in the top of mind. And I pray and I'm rooting for all of you, you guys who are just trying to figure it out, just trying to get it right, just trying to get um, your version of you that you're proud of out there. And um, it starts from within. Good luck.